leave a legacy behind for my kids and my their kids and my grandkids. So it's all about building that now. So I'm just in, I'm enjoying the youth though because I feel like I got a lot of time. But at the end of the day, man, seems like time is moving fast. I look back, I'm like I can't believe I've been out of high school forever. Yeah. I'm like man, it'd be like what's that? I want to say like a decade or less. I'm like. Psh. But That's you know, crazy. Those experiences, man, is is all part of the process. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like it's like I kind of been on both sides of the spectrum. Like I I was in the industry. Thank God I was able to make it out. You know, without any serious inquiries on my record, jail time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I was able to escape all that. That's a true blessing now, too. Yeah. True blessing. So now it's like let me see what this is about. And I, I often go back and like, what's my why? And I look back. Man, that's that, deep. That'd be my why, you know? Yeah. Just seeing all the things that have happened to my homies, you know, close friends, you know, a lot of And I made it through all that. I got to do something. Something with my life. And I feel you too, because like, I feel the same way, because in high school, I've seen a lot of shit. Like, yeah. life, death, everything. Like, this, that, I still was going to life, like, nonchalantly and not really like caring as much but like you said once you get to that prime age of 25 that's when I was like really honed in and see like what I want to do build brand wise leaving a legacy what's my why or what my purpose also right now in the shop my barber peanut we are just chilling relaxing enjoying this what's this Tuesday so I had a question a few questions for him but it's just a little sample show of what we got to come we're gonna have a whole video show coming for y'all to uh, listen to and look at. Right now, we're gonna ask him about what's is more essential to him, or what he think time versus money. What he think about? Give me one second. So, what's more vital in your opinion, time or money? It's time. Money you can get back, but you can't get back time. I feel you know the, the time with your family. Time, you know, just. You got children. They only go to first grade once. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you, if you miss that, then they're not going to go to first grade again. Yeah. You know, but if you spend, you know, a couple hundred, you can get that back. Mm-hmm. That's true. You back. Money is like, it's recycled. Yeah, it's like recycled. You, say, you can always get the money back. It's <laughs> <laughs> And that's facts. Yeah, it's on the paper, you know. But that's time, time, bro. Time. Time is everything. Yeah, time is everything. I'm learning that now too. Yeah. You Would ever you? procrastinate? You know, <laughs> all the time. Yeah, you, you know, and it's just like, damn, you know. So if you spend some money, you like, okay, I spent it. I gotta make it back. Yeah. You procrastinate. That time, you're like, damn, I could have been doing something else, or I could have ended that, and you, you can't even go back. Yeah, go back and get that time. And yeah. I feel you on that whole, you can get that money back. Like I'm sitting in the chair right now, I'm thinking like, all right, I need to get my money back for this haircut. Yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah. gonna go make some little money back and get that back and be good. But as far as time, it's like, dang, I can't get that back. But this right. time, I'm like, I'm learning from you, learning about your experiences with life and learning. So yeah. this is still valuable time. So it's knowledge, knowledge and money at yeah. the same time. But I appreciate that. Right. What do you feel like your purpose is? I feel like my purpose, I'm actually walking into it now. Lord will help me take steps towards that. And uh, I feel like servicing people, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it takes a certain kind of individual to make an individual look the best they possibly can look. You know, in our in our culture, in our in the inner cities, it's about a hate between black men. Yeah. So 
to, to have that, you know, that conscience in your heart to make another man look the best he can, you know, that's, that's something special. So it's just servicing others, bringing the best in the other thing. That's, that's what I'm walking towards in my purpose. Man, I feel that for real. That's a big thing. Like, servicing and helping others is like, yeah. just like a key to life. Yeah, I like, enjoy out of that, man. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I'm, I feel like you talking right now is going to help people and uplift people and just on their purpose and their why versus the whole time versus money mm-hmm. and everything. What made you start barbering? What made me start, start barbering? Yeah. Uh, man, I was in Arizona. I was looking out there for a little bit. Um, I had got into trouble. I went out there to get straight, and I had a little job that they good with, mm. and uh, I had no money at all. I had an interview, so I ended up cutting my own here, and it came out pretty cool. I ended up getting a job, okay. and I wasn't really familiar with the area once I started to get paid. And you know how it is. You don't let everybody touch your head. Yeah, that's true. So I just continued to cut my own here, <laughs> and uh, it was coming out cool, mm. you know, and I just... It, at, t- at that time, it was a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I just kind of liked it. And they left from, hey, who cut your hair at the job? You know, I'm like, I did. So I had one, one dude, he should take me home. I used to have a bike. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, man, let me get that haircut you got. <laughs> and I had, like, some Walmart clippers. I'm like, oh, man. Sure. Another Walmart. Walmart. At that time, I ain't never cut nobody's hair. So I gave him the same haircut I had. And, uh, you know, he made it like a every two week thing. Oh yeah. I just tried to keep mine clean and kept him clean, and I ended up coming back to California, and I really had too much. And uh, to give me a few ends, you know, I just cut in my grandma's backyard. Damn. And I just kind of fell in love with the craft, you know, just trying to get my edge up a little crispier, my fade a little bit crispier <laughs> watching YouTube. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. That was going to be yeah. my next question. Did you learn on the flyer? Yeah. Did you watch YouTube from I the start? I watched YouTube, bro. Cause I was curious. I'm like, damn, I bought these clippers, but you know they they not hitting the way they need to hit. Cause on, on YouTube, you know this this guy, crispy, huh? Crispy. <laughs> you know, mine ain't looking like that. Yeah. So what what is they doing? And this is before YouTube was popping. Man, you know, and I had, I had a security job overnight, and I was sitting at the desk, and I typed in a uh, barber, mm-hmm. and this cat named Will Perez popped up. Um, and he was like, barber changed my life, and he had like a little five minute documentary. And I watched it, and at that point, I'm like, that's what I want to do right there. Man. That's what I want to do. And uh, I had some pit bulls <laughs> with a homegirl gave them to me. And I ended, I was in front of Walmart selling the pit bulls. And uh, I had my check. I only worked a couple days, so it was only like a couple hundred dollars. And I sold the pit bulls in front of Walmart, and that's when I went and bought my first setup of clippers. Man. <clears throat> that's crazy. And I had odd jobs in between. You know, but I, I just I just kept going with it. Kept going with it, man. And you found your purpose, barbering. And it's all started you cutting your own hair. You like, man. Yeah. And that's how it goes too, just like you just chilling doing something like I wanna say, um I'm trying to think of the word. Where you just like you said it was a hobby at first and that yeah. hobby turned into you supporting you supporting yourself, right, supporting right, your family. Right. Which is a good right. thing too, and you love doing it. Like you said, it goes, all goes back to servicing people, making right. them look good, feel yeah. good. Because you, you know, when you give that diamond cuts, yes, you sir. trademarked it, give them diamond cuts. You like, man, that is a diamond cut. Yeah, you come in diamonds in a rough. Right. You come clean them up. So clean them up, crisp, clean cut equals confidence, man. Proceed. It's straight up. So I really appreciate that. Right. It's crazy how we linked up anyway, but more, more on the way. 
appreciate him. Just like I said, it's a brief podcast, brief little six, seven minutes introduction to him. And we're going to have a more detailed show later on. So I appreciate y'all tuning in. XO out. Here with Peanut. Peanut. Diamond Cuts. Diamond Cuts. You want to give them out your, uh, how they reach you or find you? Yeah, Diamond Cuts underscore Diamond Cuts with two Z's. It's my Instagram. Y'all can also book appointments on there as well. Yeah. Book an appointment. Hey, he get booked up quick. Trust me. Quick. <laughs> For real. Quick. Like you said, he started at the Walmart selling pit bulls outside. <laughs> I, I never knew that until now. I'm yeah. like, man. Yeah, that's, so. how got, that's how I got all my tools, man. I think I worked like two days of security. I started in the middle of the week, so my check wasn't that big. Yeah. You know, and then uh, what else? I think I had to get my radiator fixed. You know, on the whip, it was overheating. You know, so I just made it happen. I had my partner, my partner Polo, with, with me. I'm like, bro, I'm finna go buy some clippers. I'm finna cut here, and he laughed. <laughs> I said, what? I said, yeah, bro. We was at the Auto Zone trying to get, trying to order the radiator. I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm gonna go over there to Bobo's and get some clippers, man. Man. You know. That's, that's, that's how I started. Yeah, that's true, too, because I, I read something, too, like, it said, hustlers don't complain, they find a way. Yep. So, if you're, going, if you're a hustler, you're always going to find a way to make oh, it happen, man. especially when it comes to your dream or your purpose or something you want to do. You ain't going to let nothing stop you. Like you said, he has to get the whole radiator fixed. He's thinking about buying some clippers. Yeah. Most other people are like, fuck that. I need yeah. my car to get to my right. job. But he's like, nah, these clippers go, will be my job in the in future. And yeah. Look where he at now, building this brand. Try them here. Kept going. I just never stopped. I had jobs in between, like I said. And every time I got laid off, you know, I just kept cutting here. And on the, on, the, on the other podcast, we'll get into more detail, you know, on the exact journey of it. But that's just a brief summary. You know? <laughs> For real, man. That's inspiring to me. I'm like, sometimes you really got to sell your last to get what you want. And that's just real. It's always a journey when you first start. Yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole it's, process it's, where I should have been like, I quit. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I quit. I stopped. I'm just going to do this. Because beforehand, bro, I was going to split a bit counseling. Okay. And that's what it was. It was just like, you know. No, I stopped. Why didn't you quit? Some just always drew. I was determined. I, even if I didn't work in the shop, I was determined to get one haircut crispy like on, on YouTube. Okay. That was like the drive. Like, I didn't want to be like no celebrity barber. Man. I was just trying to get some good, good, good crispy cut. I feel yeah, you. Like, that was the main thing for me. I want my haircut to look like that. <laughs> how long so, did it take it to? How many heads until it took to get that crispy uh, cut? It took. I say, man, that's a process. <laughs> I thought I was crispy. Yeah. Until I got around some barber barbers. <laughs> He was like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, gotta... mate. I'm giving out Super Bowls, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, no, it, it took me. First, I developed the confidence. So, to do an okay cut, mm-hmm. it took about a year in the shop. Because cutting outside and cutting in the shop is different. Two different things. Okay. Two different things. You think you cool until you get behind that light. Oh, yeah. That's a different story. You went there with master barbers, testing some cutting, you know, 20 years, 15 years, 10 years. YouTube cuts ain't gonna work. So what? I said the YouTube cuts ain't gonna work. Yeah, you gotta not. get up close and personal. Yeah, you gotta get up close and personal. And that's like, like you said, being in a shop is way different than being it's getting different. a home cut. Yeah, it's different. You behind, you know, the lights is on your back. You got a, a client in your chair that you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you just gotta, 
you got a head in on the nail. Because they're actually paying. They're not paying $5, $3 a cut. They're paying 20 25 man. Yeah. Hey, like, hey, hold on. You know, like anybody that comes to the barbershop, you know, you know they care about their appearance. Yeah, that's true. So, like, paying for this service, you got to get it right. But it, it took about a year in the shop to get it, to get it right. Okay, that's, that's cool. It's, it's possible. My second year in the shop, that's when I started to to get a little, a little conf- like a little bit more confidence. And my customers getting more crispy. I was starting doing mohawks like my second year because at first I was doing like all evens, lineups. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would attempt ball fades, but my ball fades was like you know bow cuts. My blending went on a lot, but that second year, you know, it, it, it started to get a lot better. And I'll never forget, it was I was working in this one shop in the swap meet. And this is a little young cat named Drew. And at the time, I'm like 22. And Drew is like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. So he would come in after school, and he'll have all his little homies with him. And I said, that boy can cut. Yeah. He can cut. And I would just look, and I'm like, dang, like, man, dude can cut. And he like and 15, 16. Yeah, he was like 15, 16. And I, I had never seen nothing like it before. I'm like, wow, like, you know. So I'm asking him, bro, how you do this? How you do that? And he was showing me. He like, yeah, just do this, do that, do this. And the other cats in here that been coming a long time wasn't showing me nothing. Damn. I'm like, whoa, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. whoa, this little fifteen year old is showing me this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, y'all cats ain't doing nothing. So one day, it was a lady that had two kids. She comes in, I get one of the kids, and then he get one of the kids. So I'm thinking they finna get two different hairstyles. So she says, oh no, I want two ball eggs. Mm. So I'm like, okay, so at this time I got a little confidence on me. I'm like, alright, for sure I got him. I'm cutting him. So at the time it took me like an hour to do the bro hair. But Drew, he was already cutting, so it took him like 30 minutes. Yeah. He was Damn. already seasoned. When I looked up, that ball face was so clean. <laughs> and I looked at mine, and I was like, oh. And the mom was like, I should have just waited and sent you over there. <laughs> Bro, that, that right there crushed me. I wasn't mad at, at Drew or nothing like that. You know, it wasn't no hater or nothing yeah. like that, you know. I, but th- that right there, I'm like, damn, you know. But that just fueled me for the motivation to be like, you know, step it up. That's crazy. Step it up, you know. And that's good, too, that you too that you stayed uh, determined throughout it all yeah. versus some people to throw and tell, like, all right, fuck it, this shit ain't for me. Yeah. I'm going to just go back. Like you said, you yeah. was studying being a counselor at the time. Like, yeah. I could have went back to counseling school, but I stayed determined and persistent and just knew this is my blessing that I'm working on. It's my real purpose, serving yeah. people and helping them look clean. Yeah. And at the time, I wasn't even really thinking about purpose. You know, I'm young. I'm trying to get some dollars. Yeah, money in your pocket. That's, yeah, that, that's, that's all it was, you know, and it was like a little side thing because, like I said, I had little jobs in between. And I never really thought about being a full-time barber, you know. I was cool with, like, $75, and I was straight. Man. You know, because I had a job, too. Yeah. So I wasn't really tripping on it. It was something to do on the weekend. I was around people, you know, everybody kicking it. That barbershop atmosphere. It was cool. And then um, it it was just trial and error. Like I said, I was just trying to get jobs. And whenever I got the job, you know, I would kind of put barber on the back burner. Okay. Yeah. That's cr- crazy. I thought you was gonna say you was gonna you promote your barber and like to people at your jobs, like oh, yeah, coworkers. I did. I did, but it wasn't heavy like that, you know. Yeah, it wasn't heavy at all. It didn't start getting heavy. That's all. That was my next question. That's funny. Reading my mind. When it started getting heavy. Yeah. Ah, uh, bro. How you doing, bro? All right. I'm good. No, thank you. All right. 
Uh, it started. It started really getting heavy. Like my second year in that shop, I had a security job, and I end up. I had a little spot too, and they broke in. So I'm at work, and my neighbor calls me like, "Somebody's going downstairs with your TV." <laughs> I'm like, "You're not gonna stop them." So hey, I, 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 I call my. I call my. Uh, my. Uh, what is it? Landlord. Nah. What, what's the What's the security the the uh. Security supervisor. The supervisor. It's a name for it, though. Uh, I, the, the main. Well, he was like the main, like the, the supervisor. Okay. So I called him like, hey, I need a relief. <laughs> and he's like, well, we don't have nobody to give you relief. And I'm like, well, if there's somebody giving me a relief, you got to come in and give me a relief. Yeah. Somebody just broke in my spot. Yeah. He like, nah, I'm wearing him. <laughs> like, oh. So I, it was me and another officer there. So I'm like, I need to get to my spot. So I told the other officer, like, I'm out of here. So they end up firing me for uh, post abandonment. Yeah. And I get in the replace report and all that. I'm like, at this time, this is when I called. And it's like, you left the post. You post abandonment. We got to let you go. That's, that's some and shit. And at that point, it got real. <laughs> he said it got real. It got real. At that point, I had bills still to pay. Yeah. It got real, bro. And I check that chair on us. Man. Man, he said, somebody going downstairs with your TV. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm like, wait, what? The TV? Like, Ain't you going to stop him? <laughs> nah, I'm calling a reporter to you. What you calling me? You call 911 for me, something. You a main witness. You yeah. the eyewitness at that. Yeah. That's so, crazy. I'm like, wait, what? So, um, they ended up breaking in, you know, uh, and I got fired. But at the whole time, I was going to college, still trying to be a counselor. Mm-hmm. And I was doing, I was working, I was a student worker part-time. I was doing security full-time at night. I was working part-time in the day and then cutting here a few hours every day, but really getting it in on the weekend. Yeah, working on the side hustle. Yeah, working on the side, you feel me? Yeah. So I, it, I was all over, so I, I still had some dough coming in from the school job. Mm-hmm. It was straight, but the bulk had left. So when I was trying to find something else, bro, I was cutting here, and then I ended up finding another job working with a school called Office Academy with uh, the troubled kids. Oh, okay. Some of them had autism. It was like continuation school. And then they was filling my work ethic, so they asked me if I wanted to go off. They're like, hey, you want to you wanna go off campus and work? I'm like, yeah. So I ended up working with, uh, it was one student. He had muscular dystrophy. Man. That's crazy. I never heard of it before. When I got there, they didn't tell me that was a job description. Uh-huh. So he had needed help being took, like using the bathroom. So I had the cleaning, all that. And I'm coming from the barber world. Yeah, security and all security, that. Security. And I'm coming to take care of a child. Like, I, I didn't know what, I, you know. But it grew. It, 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 it grew. Yeah. Eventually, I got, you know, used to it. And I had another one, another ch- uh, child that I had care for. I was a uh, uh, paraprofessional, no, teacher, a teacher assistant for the severe impaired. Man, that's what the title was. I was doing that, and then I had another student that I had to uh, supervise. He had a, a, a brain tool when he was younger. He was learning how to walk again. Okay. So he had a walker. So I would be around helping him with his lunch. No, it, bro, it was very rewarding. That's why I was like, I'm thinking, uh, as I'm hearing this, I'm like, I think that's where you, I want to say you like found your, like not necessarily your why, your purpose. Like that's when you really started serving people. I yeah. think that's where it's like, I want to say that's where the love grew to, where the love developed, where you like, 
helping the uh, less fortunate kids yeah. with their uh, the problems. Even though that's, I'm like, man, that's sad hearing that, but I'm still glad that you like you didn't turn away. You was like, no, nah, I can do this. I will do this. I want to help yeah. these kids because yeah. most people. Wanted, would have turned away like, nah, I ain't yeah, about to I, help I, these kids do I'm this. I'm be honest with you, bro. When they told me that I had to help them use the bathroom, mm-hmm. I almost walked out. <laughs> Man. It was the first day of school. Yeah. He told me, he said, I have to use the bathroom. He was in a wheelchair. So I'm like, all right. So I take to the bathroom. I'm thinking the nurse had to use the bathroom. They looking at me like, you got to take him to use the bathroom. Wow. I'm like, no, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> They didn't say I had to do that. They're like, yeah, uh-huh. damn. So, I, man, I ended up taking it. You know what I'm saying? I just had to do what I had to do. You yeah. Know? And eventually, I got used to it. We had our routine. We had a down pat. You know, I had an ass. Hey, man, what you got to do? Number one or number two? And he got number two. I'm like, can I kick him off? I go get the lights. You know, just. Yeah. It, it, I had, we had our own little program. And that's good. You got to let you develop that routine with them. Solid. But then after that, it, my, my life was a little crazy at that time because the barbershop I was in, it was a lot of activity going mm-hmm. on. So, you know, during the day, I'm in a peaceful school setting. And then when I get out, I'm, yeah. going, I'm going to, to the, the trap. Yeah. Basically, the trap. Yeah, yeah. the trap, basically. You know, so just trying to balance it too. Wow. Yeah, keep you keep yourself yeah. level headed. And I know, like, yeah. trust me, I know how it is <laughs> from going there to man. I already yeah. know, so you have to keep yourself level headed as well as make sure you get some sleep too. Cause yeah. you working yeah. all night and then getting up with them kids, yeah. that'll mess up your sleep cycle, so mess with your head too. Where you like, some days I don't know. Maybe it was some days where you like probably didn't get your sleep, and you was like, man, do I really want to be up in here working with these kids? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think it brought like some type of joy and probably peace to your heart and to yourself. Just. Knowing that you're blessed yep. and everything, so. Yes. But in the midst of that, you know, I felt I felt like I wanted. That's when barbers started popping for me. Mm-hmm. I was still working there, but I started getting more clientele. Yeah. And uh, people just like, hey, bro, you should take it seriously. Take it seriously. You know, I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Like, I need this. I need that. So then, uh, I ended up. Long story short, I ended up checking for an apprenticeship. Okay. And people were saying they can help me in apprenticeship is basically I had clientele, so I couldn't go to work right off bat, you know. I couldn't quit mm-hmm. and go to barber school. Barber school like eight hours and you don't get paid. Okay. So I still needed my job. Still needs to get that money. Yeah. And I still wanted to keep my clientele and everything. So I'm like, okay, gotta make this work. So the apprenticeship was the best way for me. So I ended up finding different shops and I would go to and you know, they say they'll help me, but when nobody licensed in there, the paperwork wasn't right. So it, it took me a minute to get it all right. And then I met Vinny in uh, my apartment. I'm walking to the car. They're going to do a house call. And I see him, and I'm like, hey, bro, ain't you a barber? He's like, yeah. I asked him what shop he work at. And uh, I'm like, you know, I need a sponsorship. trying to do an apprenticeship. So he gave me uh, the owner number. And I called the owner. And I uh, set up a meeting with him, talked to him, and he was willing to do it. And then he was willing to put me up under his license, mm-hmm. which is a blessing. Yeah. I was searching for like a good six months, just trying to find, you know, a solid situation to where I can go. In the meantime, I'm still working. I'm doing house calls. I'm working uh, weekends in the shop, you know. Hustling. Yeah, hustling. It was just a lot going on. They had killed the owner of the swap meet that I was Damn. working in. Yeah. And I'm killing the owner. You know what I'm saying? Cash was in there having seizures. Like, it was just a lot of stuff going on in that time, and I was just looking for an extra route. Yeah. You know? 
looking uh, for that light at the end of the tunnel, basically. Yeah, right. So the apprenticeship that went through, well, before that, I'm like, okay, where am I going to get this dough from to pay? So at the time, I'm at school. You know, I had to, I still got the MC. You know, I was in the MC. Had to sit on rims, you know, music and all. They decked playing. out, yeah. Decked out. And I worked in a, in a, in a pretty raw area. And I ended up parking it on the street. So Damn. I don't know if I left the doors or not. What? But I went out on my lunch break and my whole TV, you know what I'm saying, and was smashed up. Fuck. And all my clippers was gone. Damn. Bro, they, they took everything in the car. They even took the oatmeal bowl. <laughs> the oatmeal bowl was gone. <laughs> said, hey, people ain't right. <laughs> they took the oatmeal oh, bowl. Shit. Because I have my stuff with me. So when I leave work, you go. I would go to the barbershop. Yeah. And I would have my tools in the trunk. But it took everything. Damn. And I had like five, brother. I had just when I said my barber started popping a little bit, I had switched to wireless everything. You know what I'm saying? I had a cold little cake. Like I had upgraded <laughs> my living real good. Yeah. But I took everything. Damn. And I was just like, I was sad. I was just like, damn. So they messed up the ignition on the car because they were trying to steal it. So I ended up uh, calling, you know, my insurance. They ended up towing it to caliber collision. All the extras and all that. And then the door, like they chipped off the paint trying to get in the door, it looked like. The dashboard and then the money cardo, they are like the dashboards are like all one. So when they try to take the TV, they, they broke like the vents and stuff. Damn. On the dashboard, like they took the whole thing out. So caliber collision, just like, well, we're gonna look at it, we're gonna estimate it, we're gonna let you know. So they gave me an estimate. My car was it was in nice shape. It's an older car, but it was it was tight. Yeah. And they told me like, well, you either can keep the car, it's gonna cost more for us to fix it than what the car's worth. Okay. So we, we can pay you out, we can give you five thousand and you keep and we take the car or we can give you forty five hundred and you take the car but it's a salvage title. Okay. So I'm like, it's still run though, like it ain't nothing wrong with the yeah. car. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I had my, my buddy, my boy six foot Joe, I'm like, Joe, can you fix this? Can you put me a new dashboard in? He like, Yeah. On a money car though? He like, Yeah. I'm like, alright for sure, bet. So he gave me the quote. Went too much. Yeah, like I went got the salvage title and bought the car back, and they gave me forty five hundred. Man, and that was my bread for school. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I ended up paying for the apprenticeship, getting in. I had a little extra bread in my pocket. You know, it was back cool. I had all my tools. You know what I'm saying. I got back home. Boom. I want to say that's like low key. That was like a blessing in the sky. Real blessing. Bro. <laughs> yeah, that's how I knew. I'm like, yeah, I'm supposed yeah. to do this yeah. right yeah. here. It's meant it's to be. It's, it's meant to be right here. You know. So after all of that. It was, it was on, and then I was still working for them. And then, you know, with the school, you out three months for the summer. So I'm in the apprentice program. I get hired at showbiz, shit rocking and rolling, but I'm still like, damn, you know, I'm like, I got the job still. If it crack, I'm gonna get myself three months to be yeah. a full-time barber. If it crack, I'm staying. If it don't crack, then I know I need to go back to work. I got three months to end the summer. So you gave yourself three a three I month deadline. That first month it cracked. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> that first it month cracked it off. Cracked. Yeah. Then I was in here from Sunday to Sunday. Man, cracked. And I told them I wrote them a nice email like, "Thank you." <laughs> I'm gone. I'm gone. That's good. Yeah. And I, I ain't look back, you know. Man. And then another bump in the road happened. They end up selling the shop, and all my information is linked to the shop. Damn. On my license, and uh, we didn't know if they was gonna keep us. They we didn't know if they was gonna. We didn't know what was gonna happen. Yeah. Pretty much, and I'm pretty locked in at the shop with my license. You know, I gotta find a little sponsor if I go somewhere else. 
I prayed on that. And uh, my license wasn't valid for like two months because the dude that sold the shop didn't tell us. And then on top of that, when the other owner came in, he came in and changed the name so the establishment license didn't match my license. Damn. So I was stuck. I didn't, I'm like, damn, what am I going to do? So like two months of my hours of school didn't even count. None of that. Damn. And we ended up getting an establishment license and got, got back rocking and rolling, man. And uh, fast forward a year later, I've been here a year now. My clientele is booming. I'm branding myself. I use the app to uh, book appointments now. Um, you know, better service. Uh, you know, I got my little resume getting up here now, who I cut. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's looking good. You know, it's been other bumps in the road, but it's, I just keep pushing it yeah. and, um, just to see how far I got within a year. And with the help of the barbers that surround me, you know, it's a blessing. Yeah, that's true. It's like a family. You had a lot of setbacks, but you had the major comebacks after all. Oh, yeah. That shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man. <laughs> As I'm inspired, like yeah. man, because you it seemed like you not seen, but you been through a whole lot just to get to where you at now. Hell yeah, bro! And it's only been like a year. You know what I'm <laughs> like, this is like a, I say no more than two, like a two year. But through the whole time of career, I started I started chopping in uh, 2013. 2013. Yeah, 2013, but it was on and off for like to like 13, 14, 15. It was on and off for about four years. Yeah. So like the last two, I was actually in the shop. That's where I got my game. In, in the shop, taking I a got series. Season. Yeah, okay. I got season when I was doing the weekends and coming in after work. I yeah. Got season. And then the last year that I went full time, that's when I really got season. Like you a barber now. That's crazy. Yeah, that story right there is like what I just basically read about. Like you know, everybody got their nine to five, and it's like yeah. you go home. From 7 p.m. to 2 a.m., get that side hustle in. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you made, and you do it on the weekends too. Yeah, so you made that side yeah. hustle after work, yeah. and uh, on the weekends, blossom into your own business to where yeah. you're your own boss now. You're oh, your yeah, own brand. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, that's just an inspirational story. You know what I'm saying? I remember I was, I was dating this female. She was cool. And uh, we had some, some uh, it was a concert. It was like uh, the Cali Christmas or so okay. a couple years back. She bought the tickets and all that, but I didn't want to leave. I waited until the last minute. Like, I got some more heads. I can't go. <laughs> yeah. She was pissed. She cussed me out, you know, all kind of stuff. But I was determined. Like, once I had got clients in my chair, I didn't want to tell them no. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm money talks. Yeah, money talks, you know. And at that point, I was really, really hungry. I'm still hungry now, but I, I know not to compromise my health. Yeah. And not to compromise my time. And that's when it goes back to time and money. You know, you can get money back, but you can't get time. Mm-hmm. And I seen how... I, I didn't have no balance, and like now that I got the cut down pack, the clientele is coming. It's like now I'm more working on more professionalism, branding myself, and balance. Gotcha. That's why I'm at in my career now. It's branding it like that to take it up a notch, you know. But it's, it's you, you learn a lot, bro, just on the journey. You know, that, that's true. <laughs> that, that's true, and I'm gonna learn a lot from you right now, man. man that's learn crazy. I salute you. Thank you, brother. Likewise, man. But like I said, after everything you've been through, a lot of people would have gave up. Oh yeah. But you know, you know your purpose. You was like, nah, I want to do this. That's what I want to do. Shit, I sell my last last pair of drawers for this and everything. But I appreciate that that, that knowledge, that insight. That that's gonna really help uh, somebody out there that's on their journey themselves and seeing oh, yeah. they going through all these obstacles and seeing it's like, damn, is it really worth it? Yes, yeah. it's really worth it. 
It's only what? testing you. <laughs> they say God tests the strongest soldier, so. Yeah, he's going to test you. And, and I think it shaped me, you know, because I always ask, like, God, you know, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, somehow it just, it always works in that favor, you know. Something yeah. that just happened. Like, somebody would come in and just really like they cut. Like, that morning I might pray, and then later on the client might be like, man, I love this cut. And at that point, I'm like, yeah, you know, or I just make a bunch of money that day, and you know, like the early in the week could be slow. And I'm like, God, is this for me, or should I go back to work? And then just come in and just hit big. Like, Woo! <laughs> oh what? man, I ain't going to work. <laughs> Stay here. Yeah, and then I started inquiring about like the things that you that people in life get, you know, like houses, taxes, and all that, you know, and I just start getting that kind of information, because I always was making excuses, like, man, I can't cut hair because they don't have benefits, or I can't cut hair because you can't buy a house, and then somebody would come in and just bless me with the knowledge on how to do it, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm like, in my reality, bro, I, I really know, you know, it's like, if I stick and be disciplined to what I'm doing in my craft, everything else, the knowledge is out there to go ahead and, you know, and make it happen. That's like, true. Houses, paying taxes, and all that, bro. Everybody's willing to help you. <clears throat> if you ask, somebody's going to give you knowledge. And I think you caught the wave at the right time, too, yeah. with the whole, how the whole YouTube wave was just yeah. blossoming it up. Yeah. I want to say, like, 10 to 15 years from now, you wouldn't be able to look on you uh, 10, 10 to 15 years ago you want to be able to look on YouTube and look uh, it up how to barber how to cut uh, and you'd like sh- just uh, learn from scratch learn as you go and you know what XO it's crazy because when I was doing the security job when I was watching YouTube it wasn't what it was how it is now and this is this is back in like 13 14 oh yeah when I was watching it and when I say just over the, the, the last couple of years, bro, this shit, it expanded. And it's crazy because I was watching 360 Jeezy, Will Perez, like all these cats that's booming right, right now. Mm-hmm. I was watching them back then. And like, you can kind of see on their videos, the video quality wasn't that good. You know, it, it, like they was who they was now. Yeah. And it just shows like they're normal people. Yeah. They do the same thing that I do. You know, but they just stay consistent and they stay trying to level up. So that also inspires me too because a lot of people that's in the barber industry now, they know these individuals as who they are now. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy for me because I'm like, I remember, bro, when I was watching him at the security desk and he was just trying to get it going. Yeah. And one dude that I really, that I really look up to, you know, is Smash the Legend. And when I seen Smash back then, he was in like a red barber shop. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He was a little a little bit heavier than what he is now. And just to see him from 14 to 2019 and just see how, like, bro got a whole studio. He Man. got uh, Smash, uh, I think it's like Smash the City Barbershop in uh, Louisiana, I believe, or Baton Rouge or something like that. And then he moved to Houston and now he got, like, a little studio. He got a product. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, his whole... Game just changed. Game huh? just changed. Yeah. His whole ambiance just changed, bro. Like, he's been working out. Getting down, like just the whole thing, just within five, six years of just seeing where bro at, the camera quality, who we cutting out, yeah. versus when I first seen him, he, he already was tight. Yeah. But it's just like he was just adding them touches, and it, it just shows like when you be consistent in your craft, you might have a vision for yourself, but that process is going to have to work itself out. Mm-hmm. Because I bet you where he was back then, he thought he was the man. Yeah. He couldn't see where he was going to be at right now. That's the thing, too. You know what I'm saying? It needed that process. And for me to watch it, 
and look like, okay, within five years, bro, did that. Yeah. It's just like, keep doing what you're doing. Stay persistent. And you're going to steady level up. You know what I'm saying? Keep grinding, building keep that wall, grinding. building your empire, yep. building that wrong. What is your vision? Man, my vision, my vision is just to inspire others, bro. I, I feel like this is going to, it's going to turn out to what it be. I don't have an exact, like, this is what it's going to look like. But just to keep inspiring, that's that's the vision for me, is just to level myself up and make others want to level up as well. Yeah. And I already see it happening because I got a couple of clients that started wanting to cut hair, you know? Just off of me. And I remember, like, coming, looking at them on YouTube, like, I want to cut hair. So I can just imagine how, like, clients look at me like, they look at me like the master bar. Because that's <laughs> uh, how I was shit. looking at them. And yeah. now that I look at them and where they at, I'm like, damn, I thought she was like, damn, you're great now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just to inspire. It's, that's the thing, that's, too. That's my vision, bro. It's just to inspire. To inspire people. people. And inspire, bro. I respect that, man. I appreciate you. Right. And all the knowledge and insight you provided for the for this show. I'm like, man, it was just like a spare of the moment random. I just hopped yeah. in the chair. I was like, man, let's just start recording i know y'all hear the bar the clippers in the background <laughs> y'all hear other people talking in the barbershop hey raw and unfiltered man appreciate y'all appreciate you wow. peanut yeah. like i said we're gonna hit y'all with the uh video of the whole shop and let you know get more detailed on him and who he is yes, sir. peanut out xo out so, <laughs> am i doing it right like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a hooper this is what i do yeah no stopping Ain't nobody stopping me. Going all you know, soft, like soft, timid and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, nah, you everybody stopping like, me. Get out my way. Like LeBron, yeah. 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 <laughs> Beasting, yeah. What you gonna do? That's just gonna be right. Get out your way. Yeah, we, That's we, all they can do. So I constantly pray for that sense of um, understanding and fully in my purpose and, and fully, fully, uh, I, I don't even know, or just, just, just. In my craft, like mm -hmm. comfortable and what comfortable I do. And comfortable and confident. And, and I think, yeah, yeah. I didn't think you had insecurities about it, but I'm like, you were confident to me. And like, especially yeah. everything you've been through, everything you should always just gander back, ponder back on what you've been through. And like, I ain't, got, I ain't got shit to be insecure about. I'm and the fucking man. And that's my why. Yeah. So when I go back, it's like, why are you doing this? And it's like, look look how far you came. Mm -hmm. So that's what keep me going. The journey. You know what I'm saying? It's been raining in here. They got two cuts. Damn. I'm talking to my partner right here, Vinny. He's like, bro, it's, it's a dark cloud over the shop today, huh? I'm like, yeah, bro. But you know, I get out, mingle, talk to people, say a prayer, and the next thing you know, that, that Wednesday, it's just like, boom. boom. You feel me? The power of prayer and power of belief. That Thursday, Friday, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I'm telling people, I can't even cut you. I mean, yeah, you two books, yeah. Two books. Can't. And it's crazy because cats have come in that I sit at the gas station when I get a car to a come in that Thursday like what's good. I'm like, bro, I can't even cut you. <laughs> I can't even I can't even for you, bro. I, you, you know, can't. Yeah. They were like, all right, some some will go and then some will respect it and come back. Like, mm -hmm. can I make an appointment? Yeah. And lock in, you know? That's yeah. it. But it, it's it's prayer, bro. It's just a growing like you know, cut that's you know influential like Who who's who's your favorite cut? Like who's one of the celebrities that you have you cut any celebrities let me just say that uh, i cut local celebrities and then i said like the biggest one i did cut was rj rj oh, my mama on <laughs> no, mr. RJ, LA, mr la mr yeah. la shout out to him that was like my first little you know my first one to be like okay this is this gonna set my resume up you know yeah how do you uh how do you find you uh actually he didn't find me um i went to school with his girl and i know her brother okay her brother is real tight and I was doing house calls on a brother. 
And uh, RJ, RJ actually got a barber, his name Nufo. Nufo Hart, you know, for he responsible for all the designs, the Mr. LA on his head. Shout out to Nufo. Um, I don't know the situation, but I guess Nufo was out of town. You know, I don't know really what was going on, but he wasn't there to serve him. You know? Yeah. So my boy hit me like, hey, RJ need a cut. So I'm looking at my text message like, like, what? Who's RJ? Who, RJ who? No, no, I knew who he was. Okay, you know, yeah. so I already knew. You know, I knew that I knew what was going on, but I'm like, me? Yeah. <laughs> so in my head, I'm like, bro, I don't really do all them designs. Like, I can get him, but bro had eyeballs in his head. Yeah. He had it going on. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I, I'm going to be real. Like, I ain't there yet. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck I'm going to just go. Yeah. Fuck it. Like, all right. So I'm like, where at? Yeah, at your crib. So mind you, you know, we, we in Rialto right now. So my, my partner stay up the street, mm-hmm. not too far from here. So I'm thinking, he like, his crib, it's raining, it's yeah. nighttime, so he's shooting an address, bro, it's way in Glendale. Damn. Mind you, my tires is bald. <laughs> <laughs> I got one windshield wiper really working, the other one is tall off, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, bro, I don't know. So I'm like, you know Damn. what? I'm like, just go. Just go. That's so crazy. I get there. I'm way in the hills, you know what I'm saying? It's running way in the hills and everything. I don't have RJ number. Nothing like that. So I call my partner. So when, well, actually, when I get there, I'm all through the hills and everything. I get there. It's Porsche Panamera's, brand new 650s. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, it's going down. Yeah. It's going down. The house is sitting on the hill. So I hear the music, like, boom, boom, in the studio. So I'm like, I'm here. So I'm calling my boy. He's not answering. So I'm like, damn, do I just go to the door or what? He not answer, so I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to just go to the door. So I go to the door, so as I'm walking up, the stairs, it's a big old window at the house. And the window is the studio, so you can see right through it. Yeah. And I see RJ, you know what I'm saying, in there getting it in. I'm like, damn, that's, that's bro, you know, I'm really here. You know what I'm, <laughs> like, I'm really here. Yeah. So I hit the doorbell. Some little short white dude answered the door, you feel me? But I didn't know who he was, but it turns out that's the producer cat, you know what I'm okay. saying? He the engineer. So he like, come in. So I come in, got the barber refresh. I'm like, I'm here to cut. So here come RJ, come out of the studio, like, oh, it's good, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've been needing this. I'm yeah. like, yeah, it was good. So I'm like, what you trying to do? He like, he take his hood off. He like, oh, I just need this cleaned up. So thank God the designs is already there. Yeah. But they just needed to be cleaned yeah, up. Yeah, touched so up and whatnot. Woo. Bang, I can do that. Cool. <laughs> uh, so I tell him how much I charge it. You know, I'm going to keep that, you know, disclosed. Yeah. But Told him how much I charge and he wasn't even tripping. He's yeah. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we set up on the front porch and uh, you know, we get it in and then here come the entourage, you know, you got the manager, uh, Larry, Larry on the beat, you know, they mm-hmm. all pull up, oh man, you cutting it on, you could have got cut too, you know. And he was solid, bro. You know, we chopped it up. Uh he was in album mode at the time. Yeah. Uh, the album drop, oh God, make sure you go get that. You know, I I, I support it. Uh it's crazy too because the actual song that was going on. It's called Numb to My Feelings. Mm-hmm. So that's like a super banger that everybody on right now. But when I was cutting, he was actually making that. Oh, so I, I pretty that's much right. heard, I heard the instrumental before anything. Yeah. So which was cool. But I didn't know what he was doing with it. I'm like, that beat is stupid. He like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You feeling that? I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling that, bro. It's solid. And then it turned out to be a hit. Damn. You know, on the on the whole album he got out <laughs> right now. So I, I remember just listening to him. I'm like, damn, bro. I was really on the front porch cutting him. And that beat was playing. Yeah. You know, he was in, in this mode. So uh, after that, you know, he took my line down, chopped it up for a little bit, and uh, he was feeling me, you know, and went on about my way, paid me, went on about my way, and uh, that, that was a good feeling, yeah. you know, and like a couple days before that, it was raining in the shop, you know, that we had just switched owners, 
Uh, it was cold, dark, and I had question my question it again. Like, am I supposed question to be doing this? You know what I'm Next thing you know, boom. I'm out there in Glendale cutting, bro. Two days later. Two days later. Man. You know, so that's, that, that was that was solid, you know. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a little inspiration for some yeah. people. Yeah.